Jimmy Waluigi Papadopoulos, which is Waluigi's full name. <laughs> Google it right now. That's Waluigi's full name. Shut up. I've never wanted to have sex with a pot pie, but like, I'd have sex with that pot pie. <laughs> We're all weak to stepping on nails. Let me preface this by saying I wrote a script. Daytona Beach is like two mild inconveniences from being a post-apocalyptic wasteland anyway. So many of my tabs say semen. Just gonna Google old Western women's names. You can't handcuff me for skanking. This motherfucker gaslights you. Diet Coke and Sorrow will be chapter four. And against all odds, Kyle, we became those squirrely weirdos. This whole podcast is a very negative mouthfeel. Hello, and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how the film Morbius's release date has gone from July 2020 and being slated to release before Venom 2 to now being set for October 2021, which is after Venom 2, which effectively shows that Sony's Venomverse is just flailing and hoping for the best. But you know, hey, at least they gave us that sweet Michael Keaton reveal that just had to happen in that first Morbius trailer, I guess. <laughs> Fuck Morbius. Have I said on the air that, that Morbius isn't coming out? Because I want to go on record to say Morbius isn't coming out. Yeah, well, I'd like that to be our official stance. That's going to get us straight to, straight to Sony's streaming service in 2022 <laughs> release. Well, so a couple, uh, first off, I went back and looked. Do you remember when the Morbius trailer without looking, when it came out, when it was dropped? Uh, I'm going to venture a guess. Early 19? No, I, th it was I think it was, it was 2020. I'm going to guess like. It was 2020. I'll give that you that. That movie was one of the first movies to be postponed because of quarantine. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, so if, if you said April, you're wrong. Okay. Because it was January 2020 oh that, they, That's that right. they released that stupid trailer with Michael Keaton at the end. Wow. It was they in just, the before times. They couldn't hold it. And they're like, I'm about to bust. And here's this. Do you guys remember that one episode of this podcast that we did that I used the phrase before and after the fall with a capital F that that Morbius trailer <laughs> yeah. came out before the fall? It sure did. Is it weird how like our entire lives are just like a YA dystopian novel right now? Yeah, um, it's super, <laughs> super weird. And you're you're barely exaggerating <laughs> i'm sorry was i exaggerating was that a bit <laughs> it feels bad now that you'll see these like reports of oh a year ago they announced the pandemic and you're like i remember how naive i was yeah. a year ago this is fun oh boy yeah that's it well hey listeners um i gotta tell you i just got off the phone with big video games inc oh and, you how know, are they doing they oh. well well i'm not talking to you i'm talking to the listeners oh, and so well, i'm not gonna was, answer that that question. was me being a proxy Oh, for the listeners. Um, no, they're they're good. They're they're doing um they're doing capitalism things, and so you know as they do, they said that they're looking to juice their numbers, and they're on the hunt for the big 2021 game of the year. So obviously, they asked me, Todd Thomas, what the kids are into nowadays, because I relate to the youths, and so I told them, you know, it's it's reboots and crossovers. They're always a hit, but you know when they asked who the youths demand to be featured in these rebooted crossovers, I panicked and I'm going, ah, Waluigi. Um, and so <laughs> before I could give them a better answer, they yelled a bunch of affirmations about my choice and they hung up. And, you know, since I'm incapable of withstanding conflict in the workplace, I am now stuck pitching them a relaunch of a game franchise 
with Waluigi as the replacement for the main character. I feel like I need to Naturally. break the the scene here and say that this is almost exactly what happened on our Discord this week when we were like, <laughs> "Hey, except Todd. instead of Big Games Inc., it was Andrew." Yeah, and we were like, "Hey, Todd, do you remember that you're hosting on Tuesday?" And Todd was like, "Uh, Waluigi." <laughs> and the and big lie up. here is that part about yelling a bunch of affirmations because i remember being like really really um mm-hmm. listeners i'll 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 own that that when i said hey is this prompt anything i got a lot of well no and we have better ideas and i i closed my phone's app and i said good enough <laughs> well so okay so that's what we've got here and and you know knowing that i'm gonna need some help i searched my favorite waluigi role-playing forums and rule 34 threads to bring you the listeners the best internet warriors. Get it? Like warriors? I don't like they're this. Warriors for the job. So, joining me today into this descent into madness are Andrew Maria Sharapova Henderson, Kyle Serena Williams Harper, and Matt John McEnroe Cole. Who are three people Todd wants to have step on him. I'll take the bad boy of tennis for 800, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I won't, I won't argue with any of what Kyle said. Yes is the answer. Every picture of Maria Sharapova just looks like her being depressed, and I feel bad for her. I hope she's happier than she looks it's on the probably, internet. Probably I think because she's okay, she Matt. stopped liking tennis decades ago, but yeah. can only play tennis. <laughs> I'm sure she's okay. And um, and just in case it's lost on everyone, you are famous tennis players um, that I want to have step on me <laughs> because uh, Waluigi debuted in Mar- a tennis in Mario game, Tennis. So. Yeah. What a weird family feud category. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, guys, it's 2021. Reboots and crossovers are the rage right now and selling like hotcakes because hotcakes are still a thing we measure for selling. So tell me. What video game protagonist are you replacing with Waluigi? And then what is the name of your new blockbuster hit? Andrew, why don't you get this, uh, this, this good, good, feel good episode yeah. rolling? All right, sure. So uh, let me just kind of set the scene for you. <clears throat> Please. We, we fade in on a fairly common looking bathroom. A squirrely man in his early 50s is standing by the sink washing his hands. Now, let me be clear. This is a David Cage game. So this man looks deep into his reflection in the mirror and contemplates the universe. How many times does he pee? Uh, Twice. Once before, once after. But he did wash his hands. He did wash his hands both times. Game changer. Oh, yeah. Well, it is a pandemic. Yep. Uh, We see in the mirror, the stall door behind him creeps open. A man rises. Sorry, no, I know this is an audio format and no one can see your hand motions, (laughs) but you were about to give that stall door French doors and that was weird. (laughs) Like a saloon? (laughs) It's a a sheets bathroom, so there's no latch. It's just... (laughs) Come out of the stall like, howdy, partner! (laughs) Uh, We see a man slowly rise up from the toilet, fully clothed, and slowly approaches. Now, we, now, there's something odd in this man's movements. He's not necessarily walking, per se. Rather, it looks like his arms and legs are almost acting independently from each other. Like he's like a, zomb- like a shambling zombie. And just kind of like... <laughs> we see the strange man approach the older man in the reflection in the mirror. And just as the squirrely-looking man begins to turn... Stab! The man from the stall is now standing over the huddled body of his victim as we close in on his face. <laughs> We see his eyes completely rolled back into his head. 
We see his eloquent, eloquently waxed mustache droop with small droplets of spattered blood. Before the scene fades, we see this mustachioed man once again raise both arms above his head as though he was some sort of marionette of murder and <laughs> cut to black. In the next scene, the mustachioed man jumps up from the body and panics, seemingly waking up from his previous stupor. He asks himself, what the heck happened? (laughs) (laughs) The the moustached man reaches out of frame and grabs a stained purple hat with a yellow lowercase gamma symbol that he plops square on his head, and he escapes from the bathroom window into the cold winter's night. Gentlemen, introducing Fair Wan Height, a remaster of David Cage's first cinematic gaming experience, Indigo Prophecy, otherwise known as Fahrenheit, outside of the U.S. I've never played this game. We're going to get into Me it. Me neither. I've never heard of but it I'm, until but now. But I'm watching... I, I watched a trailer on mute while you were talking. Is this just Heavy Rain with less pixels? It's Heavy Rain, but with death cults and, hmm. and superpowers. Okay. This game is so stupid and, and also amazing. Uh, so this is... I played this game when it, when it came out in like 2001. It was came out for the PS2. This was the first David Cage experience. And uh, boy, howdy, you, you don't know where this thing is going, and we're going to get into it. <laughs> I, uh, I watched, like I said, I watched the trailer on mute, which probably didn't help me gather any context, but I'm very confused in what's There's going on. There's not a lot more context so, to gather. Okay, well, I'm looking for, I was going to say, I'm looking forward to you filling out those blank spaces, but I don't know that you're going no, to. No, I'm going to make more blank spaces, just like David Cage does. I, I just need, feel Great. the need to call out that you, you referred to the symbol on Waluigi's cap as a gamma symbol and not the yes. upside down L that it yeah, 100% is. It's a gamma. Yeah, it's a gamma. That's pretty good. I actually, I had, I had missed that, so that's pretty good. Um, Kyle, why don't you, uh, why don't you keep this, uh, good feelings train a rolling? All right. I'll also, I'll also set a scene. So we we have the king of all the cosmos with a tiny little Wario talking into his ear. (laughs) Destroys all the universe's stars, moon, and celestial bodies, except for the mushroom kingdom. Regretting being talked into such a destructive act, the king of all the cosmos wishes to undo the damage he's caused. Unfortunately, he has utterly destroyed all the, all the matter in the universe and will need some help collecting enough matter to re- remake what has been destroyed. So, at the behest of Wario again, he sends a tiny five-centimeter-tall Waluigi uh, down to the Mushroom Kingdom with a Katamari to gather materials for him. Uh, but Waluigi's got a plan of his own to have the universe remade in his more sinister and lanky image. So we will be guiding Waluigi through the mushroom and surrounding kingdoms, collecting materials to make a more perfect universe for Waluigi in Watamari Wamasi. (laughs) Gross. I've really, I've got one question, Kyle. So like, I know the Katamari Damacy like soundtrack Mm -hmm. theme in the back of my head. What does that sound like for Waluigi? It's just all was. Just every every <laughs> MIDI swap every MIDI instrument for uh, for uh, pitched wah, and and you're getting close. And it's the the madness you feel like closing in around your eyes. That's that's intentional and and will happen. No notes. 
No notes so far. I have, no, you I have nothing to say. You shouldn't have any. <laughs> Katamari Damacy is a, is a beloved game. Waluigi is a beloved character. Uh, Certainly a beloved character. Mash those two together for a beloved remake slash crossover. All right, Matt, what do you have? All right, well, I could waste your time setting a scene, but I'm not going to do that. Let's talk about facts I've already here, got Todd. two. My hands Ouch. are full of scenes. Yeah, let's, let's talk cut about deep. facts. I will. I will cut deep. It's 2021, my friends. It is a new year <laughs> primed for new gaming trends, new opportunities to play with our friends, to enjoy walking simulators, and to be prompted into war crimes by an on-the-nose yet still nondescript U.S. president. Um, now that I think about it, perhaps 2021 desires for us to hearken back to the games of old, to create remakes and remasters of games that people have adored for generations. You're saying all the stuff Todd set up at the top, so you are wasting our time just differently. <laughs> You're just reading from Disney's investor relations portfolio right now. Maybe 2021 <laughs> wants us to bring the past to the future. Maybe, just maybe... 2021 wants us to take a hard left and steal the tank in the first level of GoldenEye Double Wah 7. There hasn't been a Bond game since 2012, but there's rumor of one in the works. This is it. This is that game. We're putting Waluigi in 007 GoldenEye. I'm mad. I'm upset. <laughs> Some questions. Um, first off, there was a James Bond game in 2012? Yes. It was a GoldenEye remake, wasn't it? No, yeah. GoldenEye remake was 2010. Was... Oh, no, Matt's making really? a GoldenEye remake um, right now. Well, so there was the GoldenEye remake in 2010, uh, Casino Royale. Mm. No, it wasn't Casino Royale. It was, it was the. It was Quantum. Was, I think Quantum of Solace Quantum or of Skyfall, Solace. whatever it was. Skyfall yeah. would have oh, been 2012. That... Skyfall yeah, yeah, yeah. was 2014. Um, <laughs> Quantum of Solace was the worst of the three movies. Uh, Daniel Craig has been in four. So, well, the, <laughs> that three and then <laughs> the four. You're not. You're not wrong. <laughs> of Quantum the three of that are not the other one. <laughs> Quantum yeah, of Solace right? is the worst, um, but it did get a game, and I believe that was the 2012 game. Is it worse than the the Christoph Waltz one? <laughs> the Spectre. Spectre um, is the I one think, he's in. I, I still think Spectre lands above that. Out of the four, I think it lands above Quantum of you Solace. Want to put Quantum him in, of you Solace want me to put them in order for you? Because it's Please. Skyfall, and then a lot. Like, a lot. And then it's <laughs> Spectre, Casino Royale, and then it's another lot. And then it's Quantum of Solace. Spectre was better than Casino Royale? Casino I, Royale I was good. good. Casino Royale is a very good movie. Casino Royale has almost no notes. This is not a Bond Pause podcast. The this is not a Bond podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> just let me say it here. Spectre is an incredibly forgettable movie. Like, phenomenally yes. forgettable. But I promise you it's better than you remember it being. Uh, Quantum of Solace is not. It is forgettable and as bad as you remember. But Spectre's pretty good. Okay, to throw the whole thing off, did the fifth daniel craig bond movie come out yet? no it's delayed <laughs> okay end of this year Fair enough. much much like morbius it's delayed <laughs> much like morbius and to uh now that i've pulled up the wiki 2012's game was 007 legends quantum of solace came oh, out in 2008 yeah. golden knight 2007 or golden knight 007 was 2010 James bond 007 bloodstone was also 2010 yeah. that, uh, that has big not eon films energy and then yeah. uh 007 Legends was 2012. Okay, well, that was fun. Um, was it? So, was for me. Much like when I, much like when I first heard Waluigi in Mario Golf Toadstool Tour say the quote, "Are you sweating?" I like what I'm hearing, and this all sounds <laughs> wonderful. You've replaced a hero and you've given me a title. 
Now tell me what major changes to the gameplay or story, uh, to the gameplay or story, are now going to take place since it has to like solely feature Nintendo's favorite Dirty Boy. Okay, so do you want me to say that quote again nope. to inspire? Nope. you? Nope. we all got it. Please, I'm right. I'm so tired. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right. Fair wine height will progress through the story completely as normal as it does right now. So literally, the only difference is that main character Lucas Kane has been replaced by Waluigi. And it doesn't matter because nothing changes. Nothing changes. So, so for example, instead of Lucas learning that he was actually being psychically manipulated by a two thousand year old Mayan shadow priest, <laughs> it's actually Waluigi who's been psychically manipulated by a two thousand year old Mayan shadow priest. Sounds right. And instead of Lucas being brought back to life as a result of the supernatural powers that he developed from being exposed to a radioactive artifact when he was a kid, it's actually Waluigi who develops said superpowers from his exposure to the chroma resonating with his blood magic possession so by extension instead of lucas doing the cool matrix shit like punching a helicopter and running alongside buildings <laughs> to save the indigo, indigo child which i will remind you is the child of prophecy that could bring the world to ruin in the wrong hands from ancient mayan shaman and a rogue network of ai it's just waluigi <laughs> what I all I got was that this is season two of Daredevil. This is season two of Netflix Daredevil, but with Waluigi. Okay, it's with Waluigi. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't see what the problem is. So I have so many questions. Yeah. Um. What is this game? Uh, what is this game? It's, it's Fahrenheit. It's, what is this game? It's, it's David Cage, baby. Um, Andrew, Next I do question. have a question. Is this sure. is this Waluigi playing a role? Or are you writing new, is this all new <laughs> Waluigi canon as of the release of this game? Or Same question. question. Fair. Uh, I didn't make any of that up. No, I understand that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the canon here's, let me, so let me give you the twist twist. The twist to the twist. Oh, boy. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So shut your, yeah. Fast for forward. For a 15-year-old game. For a 15-year-old game. So hit, <laughs> hit that plus 10 seconds, everybody, on your podcast app. The, the game ends with Waluigi waking up in jail and realizing that it was all just an insane fever dream and he actually did straight up kill that guy. <laughs> Is that really how the game ends? No, but I wish it were. <laughs> the, <laughs> the way the game ends is Lucas Kane, main character, uh, is basically the messiah and uh he is oh david cage wrote him another messiah figure into mm -hmm. one of his and games he, and he impregnates the cop who is chasing him uh this whole time and he's sitting by a tree in the in i think it's like the it's basically like the plane between reality and and dream space uh it's like the tree in majora's mask at the end of majora's mask like the, the on the moon if you guys yeah. remember that yeah it's kind of like that how has the world allowed david cage to make the same game four times and make millions of dollars off i don't know how would we let this happen i don't know but it really like it's oh boy howdy is it the same game it's just like a lot more <laughs> it's like if like if if uh if sad dad beca suddenly became neo in heavy rain which kind of, but actually, is fucking rad. I want, actually, I want to retroactively say, like, if I could have superpowers as Sad Dad, everyone would have been a little bit better. Yeah, um, this game is fucking wild. And, and what's great about it is I thought this was, like, so cool when I was 12 because I was 12. And it's, I really like the Matrix. It's got some edge to it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's basically just, like, he fights a bunch of AI robots or whatever. Like, it's, <laughs> it's cool. They're also, they're called the Purple Clan. 
Not to be confused with the Indigo Child. Not to be confused with the Orange Clan, which is a secret society of Mayan witch doctors. I seed my time. Are the <laughs> I was gonna make some Green Lantern joke, but it's just not worth it. Did David Cage sue Netflix and Marvel for um stealing season two the plot of season two of daredevil from this game because right? that's what i mean yeah. it's the same yeah. thing like, i haven't seen season two of daredevil you swap but... out you swap out pur- purple clan for the hand and yeah yeah and waluigi for di- for for the daredevil and it's mm-hmm. the same plot what i'm saying except is... he doesn't wake up in jail at the end what i'm saying is i came to the table today not wanting to talk about Waluigi and rather wanting to talk about Indigo Prophecy. <laughs> so here you go. <laughs> um, the headcanon that Waluigi could be Matt Murdock is very fun, though, because yeah. his mustache would certainly stick out from the bottom half of the mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kyle, Kyle, uh, tell me what changes with, with your game. All right, so Watamari Wamasi uh, gives, gives us all new worlds to swallow up rather than the the um 2002 ps2 render rendering of planet earth we're going to go through the mushroom kingdom with watamari and help it consume rather than just rolling around um pre-planned cityscapes we're gonna add a level of rolling platforming challenges to the game so you will be jumping and and sliding and and bobbing and weaving in the wah-masi rather than just running into the next um, sized thing you can consume. Um, The other thing we're going to get is um, some power-ups. So as you devour the mushroom kingdom, you might get a super mushroom, allowing you to absorb larger objects than you normally would be able to for a short amount of time. Um, You might get a star man, allowing you a one-time shot to absorb um, an object of any size. So don't, don't waste it. Um, it's it's a whole new game that we're getting, ba- basically combining the the Katamari um, consuming mechanic with uh, classic Mario platforming challenges. Okay, so like I don't want to I don't want to turn this whole podcast on its head at question two or anything, but Kyle's game kind of fucking rules. I was and, just going to uh, say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be the first person to say it. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, I would play the shit out of that game. Yeah. My my procedural question, so I've played uh Katamari Damacy one time, and I remember you start by like rolling up nematodes and like cells and you move to like yep. you know, the the cat crossing the street mm-hmm. to the car to si- Can you just give me like a couple like Mario Kingdom items that like scale just for my own reference. So I'd imagine you'd start by um you'd get only be able to get coins. Probably coins sure. um and then as you when you consume enough coins you you could start picking up maybe the 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 bricks, the breakable bricks and then you'd work up to the question boxes and then maybe you get into being able to swallow up some goombas and and koopas and and so forth and so on until you're absorbing entire like entire levels at once um maybe giant bosses at once and etc cetera, etc cetera. so but you'd start with with like coins um was was how i envisioned the game at first will you ultimately be able to to consume bowsette is bowsette in this game 
Todd, what the hell's wrong with you, man? Why are you bringing all the worst parts of Nintendo fair, into this podcast? Who's question. got the horny bat? Hit Todd with the horny bat, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not going to answer the question. <laughs> I'm, you can find it in the deep web in all of the mods section. Yes. I'm sure fair. there is a mod for that. I, uh, I asked because I was thinking about sizes of characters, and all I could, swear to God, all I could think was <laughs> Mario 3, where it's like, normal size Goomba. And then a bigger Goomba. And then I ran out of like scaled items. So I'm glad that you could help me fill in those gaps. You're Kyle. welcome. The, the largest will be the new Kaiju Bowser from the, the yet unreleased um, Mario 3D World remake. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and there's only one of them. Man, it's just one. That, there's only one. How good does that game look, though? I'm so pumped. That game, yeah, it looks, that game looks so good. Yeah. I've never played any of the 3D World. Itself, it's an excellent game. Did, it's it, very yeah, good. it feels like I missed out on something. Yeah, there's hey, it's four player co op. We can play it. Yeah, I did you, that. You can borrow my Wii U if you want to play the last one. <laughs> I, I do not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Matt, what, what do you got? What uh, what changes when you put Waluigi in the GoldenEye uh, universe? All right, so luckily the canon of the Bond series is already prime to acknowledge that James Bond isn't a person. James Bond is a lifestyle. There have been <laughs> six actors. It's a, it's a job title. Yeah, that's I think. that's that's quite a take on on the church. Okay, so tech. Sorry, this I haven't nerded out about James Bond on this podcast, but I'm a. We just did you, a few yeah, minutes I mean, ago. 100%. Well, until today, yeah. But so so double oh seven is the job title. James Bond is like the lifestyle that you take on as like the shaken, not stirred kind of guy. But 007 is the MI6. Anyway, there have been six actors to portray 007 on screen. Seven if you count David Niven. Nobody does. And at least five of those have been crudely rendered onto video game character models. So what's one more change to the portrayal of MI6's most infamous spy? Jimmy Waluigi Papadopoulos, which is Waluigi's <laughs> full name. Google it right now. That's Waluigi's full name. Shut up. Where I, I, I'm willing to believe you if you can tell me what game established that as game. It is established in Nintendo Power Magazine. Official Nintendo publication, <laughs> Nintendo Power Magazine. Fuck, you're right. Jimmy Papadopoulos, baby. It's, I'm so it's, mad. It's in I'm the Nintendo so fan wiki, at least. So Jimmy Papadopoulos is the newest 007 to earn his license to kill. Now, the reality here is that the game isn't really going to change that much. You still start on the dam as you attempt to steal a Soviet plane and avoid the explosion. You still have to maneuver that nightmare train level and use your watch to laser cut a hole in the floor. You even still have to walk, jump, and crawl your way through Aztec Complex, only to get your ass kicked by Jaws and his Moonraker laser. But you get to do all of that while managing Waluigi's very true-to-form walk cycle and his inconveniently large knees. And I would like to remind you that 007 Goldeneye is credited as being one of the first FPS shooters to uh, integrate stealth into the missions, and that's going to be way more fun with Waluigi, I promise. Uh, also, unlike the original Goldeneye, where everyone had the same hands, you'll be holding that silenced PP7 with Waluigi's monster meat clappers. <laughs> but the real game changes are going to come in multiplayer. Because, like, I mean, who played Goldeneye for the story, right? So, no. when you're playing your couch co-op... I forgot it had a story mode until yeah. now. <laughs> when you're playing couch co-op, 
in GoldenEye Double Wah, Seven, you are going to not only have your typical body armor and armor armor packs spread around the complex, you're also going to find things like super shrooms, which will automatically turn on big head mode. Or instead of uh, you know laying trip mines uh, in all of the bathroom stalls in the warehouse you're going to put piranha plants in the toilets and we're just going to Mario kingdom out the couch co-op. Cause that was the best part of golden eye. Anyway, I think it sounds like you just invented Gary's mod. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't not Gary's mod. <laughs> Matt, you had talked about like his, his humorous walk cycle. Does that mean that when you're facing ahead and you look even the slightest bit down, you can see Wario's knees in the corner of the screen while you're walking? Uh, they are Waluigi's knees, but yes. That's what I meant, Waluigi's yes, knees. This is um, your fucking topic. Stop it. Stop it. Don't make me turn this car around. Yeah, no, I mean, literally, like, the run cycle that Waluigi makes in all of the Mario Party games, that's what you are going through, GoldenEye as he looks when he runs he looks like someone who's ice skating for the first time that they mm -hmm. move their legs so much but they go nowhere like they're not moving any faster than anyone else we all know how he moves todd <laughs> okay we've all <laughs> and i feel like i should say that there is a practical application to this i mean like think of the hitbox of waluigi so like in goldeneye everyone is just kind of a rectangle and everyone has like one rectangular hitbox, but Waluigi's got a gigantic thigh gap. Like you could drive a truck through that five hole. So if you shoot <laughs> Waluigi between the legs, like it's not going to do any damage, and that run cycle is going to make him even harder to hit. It's great. I didn't like that whole sentence. No, I, I, I liked none of that. I also, I really, I like how you're going to remake this game and give everybody but one character the same hitbox and then that one other character is going to have a notoriously impossible to hit hitbox it's very true to form for gold yeah you right? mean Monster. you mean exactly like odd job in the original golden eye kyle fair yeah. yeah yeah that is that copy paste but different. how there was one character with a terrible hitbox i do remember it wasn't and in jaws GoldenEye, like, you couldn't manually yeah. wasn't jaws like jaws super tall actually, yeah jaws was really tall yeah. and odd jobs really short yeah you'd have to like manually move your like your cursor down just to hit odd job at mm -hmm. all and terrible yeah well right because it wouldn't matter now with twin twin joysticks but that was the yeah, other that was the real then. why it sucks so bad because you yeah. had to like you had to keep your aim or you had to keep hit your the aim on the same the c buttons why it was yeah. holds hold z to move your oh, reticle was. Mm -hmm. um but yeah I, goldeneye was the first console first person shooter to add horror or vertical aiming because doom was mm -hmm. all horizontal right and so goldeneye they were like we need vertical aiming of course we need a tall guy and a short guy that won't be an awful idea that everyone will hate and then bloodwake said what about this for boats <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about the same thing but boats? much like andrew showed up today to talk about indigo prophecy i showed up to talk about goldeneye well guys good news the test audiences they're they're eating they're eating this all up um, yeah, I'm sorry are. for them. Not unlike a Katamari would. Yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. Whatever, and Kyle, you it... win. We get it. We have a third question. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. We're just here for the goobs at this point. Um, before the, uh, the, the nameless venture capitalists can back this effort, they want to know what you have in mind for the sequel. Tell me how the story is going to continue in this epic Waga. Because it's like saga, <laughs> but like uh, Waga. Mm. 
Okay, One more time, I missed it. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I did, and I won't. Okay, so you guys asked me before if uh, everything that I outlined for you previously is canon. And the answer to that was no, but it could be. But something that is canon, debate this canon, I will remind you, is that Waluigi is a confirmed serial killer. The four of us have already agreed on this. We've, made, we've passed judgment. We said like three years ago that Waluigi is 100% a serial killer. Those episodes yeah. got taken off Spotify. Well, they're back now. <laughs> Listen, I don't not believe you, but can you cite a source for me? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I got you. Um, it was the episode of, um, it was the episode where we did uh, who would be the Red Lantern was the super secret bonus question, and everyone agreed simultaneously that it was Waluigi. Thank you. All right. Yeah, that, I was just that was make one of the times. So thank you. That's only because Todd listened to every episode in like a month, <laughs> right. uh, like yeah. a week and a half for our mailbag. So let's fast forward. So we we've we know that we've seen Waluigi do the crime at least at least one confirmed kill in that in that bathroom. So now that Waluigi's crimes have been realized. It's time to bring in the two greatest detectives in the in the known David Cage verse to finally bring this monster to justice. You've seen them before. One's a hilarious alcoholic with repressed trauma and suicidal tendencies, <laughs> and the other is the android sent by Cyberlife. That's right. <laughs> Everyone's favorite dynamic duo is back, baby. Introducing the adventures of Hank and Connor, colon, Artificial investigation, double colon, scent of a woman. It was like woman, scent of a woman. I, this podcast I like sucks. that you just included scent of a woman so you could so you jam could say, a yeah. wah in yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, and it had to have like a noir tinge to it, you know? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. So the game will, the game, let me explain how the game's going to work. Yeah, please go ahead. So you're going to reprise uh, as Connor, picking up exactly where one-fourth of the way through Detroit Become Human leaves off because Connor super dies. <laughs> You're going to investigate clues, interrogate suspects, and lick your way through crime scene after crime scene, ultimately tracking cool. the menace behind the latest series of diner bathroom murders. If you haven't played Detroit Become Human, you didn't get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> we did play Detroit Become Human, obviously. And, and so Todd we, still doesn't get the joke. Well, no. So we understand why you said it, but it troubles me that you said they're going to lick their way through crime scenes. That's I mean, does Connor not, tell me something else that Connor does? Uh, acts like a giant boner all the time. <laughs> Act like a boner and lick your way through crime scene after crime scene. There you go. Oh, that's troubling. Kyle, what, what comes after what you've built? All right, Todd. So after consuming your way through the Mushroom Kingdom and restoring the sun, moon, and all the stars in the sky to Waluigi's liking. Walu Waluigi has now set his sights on the heavens and all their materials and worlds to platform and consume in Wa Tamari, Wa Masi, Wa Lixi. Is that Galaxy? Is That's that the all last I got. one? Is that it's it's Galaxy? Yeah, we're we're gonna do Super Mario Galaxy, but with a with a Katamari and Waluigi in it. And it's as good as you as good as you, you think it sounds. That's fine. I think it's fine. I think what you've done is fine. I don't, I'm not mad. I'm only mad that you tried to get a wah into Galaxy. That's the only thing I'm mad about. I don't think I tried, Todd. I'm pretty sure I just succeeded at that. It's fair. I feel like Todd stood at the top of a hill this week with a gigantic boulder that said Waluigi, and he pushed it down the hill, and now he's 
watching it destroy town after town, <laughs> thinking, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have pushed this boulder down this hill. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it now. <laughs> there's there's repercussions to my decisions and actions. I want to go back to sewing. I hate all of this reaping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, me while sewing. Oh, hell yeah. Me while reaping. No, wait, stop. Um, all right, Matt, what, what do you got? Get in, losers. It's a battle royale game because the one thing that everyone has wanted from GoldenEye 007 is that sweet, sweet feel of couch co-op. But we don't play couch co-op games in 2021. We play battle royale games. So imagine GoldenEye, but instead of four players, it's 100 players in GoldenEye 007. The world is not enough. The world is not enough. It's a James <laughs> yeah. Bond movie. You're welcome. Yeah. No, got we, it in there. We got yeah, it. It's uh-huh. not a yep. good one either. Um, yeah, nah, it's not great. That was the one. That was the one with uh, what's her name? Um, oh, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Uh, so and so's wife, John Stamos's wife, Rebecca yeah. Romaine. Oh, yeah. Ah. It's it's not the best. Uh, anyway, in <laughs> 007 or in GoldenEye 007, the world is not enough. You are going to play on all of your favorite GoldenEye maps, but literally with a hundred other people. And here's the kicker. Just like Fortnite, we are going to contract in as many licensed characters as we can. We have Waluigi, so now you also get the crazy, miserable hitboxes of Peach, Luigi, Mario, Daisy, Wario, Toad, Toadette, Birdo, Yoshi, the whole Mushroom Kingdom, but also all of the famous people from 007 series, like Pierce Brosnan and Daniel (laughs) Craig and Sean Connery and, you know, Uh other famous people from the James Bond movies. (laughs) Judy Dench, Dame Judy Dench is going to be in this game. (laughs) And her real human hands. Listen, it's going to be great. (laughs) GoldenEye 007. Put Judy Dench in Smash the Cowards. And uh, you're going to have all the same crazy power-ups and all the fun guns, and you'll be able to play all five of the really cool original GoldenEye 007 uh, game modes. So, like, Man with the Golden Gun, and You Only Die Twice, and or You Only Live Twice, and Capture the Flag, and all the other ones that the names I don't remember. So it's going to be great. I'll say that title one more time, because I'm really proud of it. GoldenEye Please. 007, The World is Not Enough. <laughs> Why is it so hard to put an R after Waz? I don't, I, I, I hear it and I don't want to try it. Because R's are already awful to pronounce anyway. Yeah. We just know how to do it. Yeah. So when you have to think about it, your brain breaks in half. Source, a singer who's had to figure out how to pronounce R's a lot. And when you say why, your jaw goes back. And when you say R's, your jaw goes forward. So you got to like rubber band your jaw. So, so saying ours is is bad for you in the same way that like we're not supposed to drink milk as humans. Like it's that kind of thing only for pronouncing a letter. Sure, Todd. Maybe. Isn't that a thing? <laughs> Your body's like not meant to process milk as an adult. Anyway, that's a weird segue. Um, <laughs> listen, so I've been texting all of these ideas in great detail to the venture capitalist bankrolling this idea. Uh, mostly using emojis and gifs because they understand that because that's that's you know it's relatable to the kids and the good news is that they're very interested in all of these great ideas 
Why? It's, it's, <laughs> well, they they've I've been just long uh, walls of text, and they've just been saying they've just been doing the react where you like press it and then you give it a thumbs up. So oh, I no. assume that's good. If that were on um, my phone, I would get one thousand texts that said liked blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't have an iPhone. Well, anyway, since Big Video Games Inc. is solely interested in making money and little else, they're, you know, looking ahead to see how we're going to expand this new hybrid franchise once again. You know, they saw how Spider-Man 1 for the PS4 success was changed a little and then replicated with Spider-Man Miles Morales in the PS5. So the super secret bonus question today is, I need you to tell me what lesser known Nintendo character are you going to relaunch in this same setting as a continuation to your story that feels like a DLC, but people will pay full price for this small amount of content? And I'll tell you what, we will take your answers right after this break. Hey, everyone. Sorry if you were expecting the Wii Shop music. Lucky for you, there are like a thousand and a half covers on YouTube and Spotify and wherever else you stream music. I'm here today to tell you that we would like to fill this slot with something other than the Wii Shop music. We've sort of reached the point with this podcast that we would really love to take on a sponsor or two. And we're not looking for your quips or your lawnmowers or your purple mattresses, although I would very much like at least two of those three things. I'll let you decide which two. We are looking for indie creators in the nerd space just like us. We are not trying to get rich off this show. We just want to help spread indie nerd culture around the globe. So if you are someone who makes dice, if you are an artist who takes commissions, if you have a video game or nerd or comic related brand, we would love to run an ad for you on the show. We've put together some sponsorship packages and we've made sure to keep the price point low enough that people like us would be able to afford it. So if you have any interest in advertising with us or you know someone who might, shoot us an email and get in touch at debatethiscast at gmail.com. All right, guys, so tell me, um, what lesser-known Nintendo character are you going to relaunch in this same exact setting as a continuation of your story that will like feel like DLC, but people will pay full price for? We'll go ahead and start with Andrew. Yeah, sure, I'd love to. So we've seen, yeah, please. <laughs> we've seen now, we've set up, we've seen the crime, we've seen the chase, and now for the final cherry on top, it's the crime and punishment. Wait. Yes, it's the punishment. Uh, we're we're going we're to bring in notable uh, video game lawyer, Phoenix Wright, and we're going to pull him in <laughs> as the ace prosecutor in Phoenix Wright and Justice for Wow. The only problem I have with that, Andrew, is this all has felt like punishment so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I don't really have like anything else. I spent all my time thinking about Injustice for Wow. It's a Phoenix Wright game. I mean, it would be really fun to have Phoenix Wright interrogate uh uh what's his name? Uh the fuck Hank from uh, Detroit Become Human. <laughs> um I was gonna say Phoenix Wright is also a very like angular, sharp character oh, yeah, like he's Waluigi. All, he's yeah. all he's all diamonds. His whole his whole face is just is just shapes. Those games are real fun. Have you ever played Phoenix Wright game? I've never played one. They're good. I haven't either. Yeah, Matt has. Fun. Yeah. Um, they're super weird. I mean, they're they're like we're playing Danganronpa right now on our on our uh, Monday night stream. Uh, Phoenix Wright's like a an actual like good version of that. 
Is Phoenix Wright up next? Is that what we're saying? Uh, well, no, because we'd have Once to. Once Andrew figures out how to stream yeah, a DS, I, I, oh fuck, man, stream They're a DS. All on Switch, I think. They've got to be on Switch. They are on Switch. You're right. You're right. Well, we'll see. Gotcha. We'll see. Maybe we'll we'll swap it out. Uh, our friends at Around the Monitor are doing that right now. I was gonna say we don't want to nice. copy Around the Monitor too much because they're doing Phoenix Wright with a real lawyer right now, yeah. and it's very fun. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. That's awesome. Um, all right, so we got Phoenix Wright. Um, I, I like that, hunting down and prosecuting. Uh, Kyle, what do you got? Um, so, Todd, we've, we've already sent our first sequel um, into space, and we have a perfect um, Nintendo character that likes to roll around and is also set in space. So I will be adding Samus Aran to uh, my Katamari game in Wa Tamari Wa Masi. Prime. <laughs> I don't know why that's so good. Prom, because it doesn't work. It's really bad. <laughs> like a bad voice actor that was uh, uh, appointed to do a Transformers movie. Yeah. <laughs> Optimus Prom. Oh, that's really good. All right, Matt. What, what about you? Uh, well, Todd, like every good James Bond. Our very own Jimmy Papadopoulos needs his own Bond girl. And referencing the 1995 movie Goldeneye, one of the fun things about that movie is that one of the first Bond girls you meet, Xenia Ontop, turns out to be a Soviet spy and not just another Bond girl. So we need our Soviet spy who can act as a love interest and then turn the corner and work for the Soviets. And that's going to be Bowsette, you weird, horny weirdo. <laughs> We're putting Bowsette in this game. In GoldenEye double wah, seven, the spy who wah, me. Oh. So was just, it's just like Smurf now and it just means anything. <laughs> Oh man, that's also very good. Bad. Well, well, I, I, you know, I gotta like condense a short pitch to um, what I, what I say, big video games Inc. Uh, to summarize what you're doing today. So if you real quick could give me your closing statements, uh, and then I can, I can run that upstairs or text them or whatever I'm doing. Fahrenheit is a weird game. <laughs> In this game, you play as a man who can run off buildings and is basically Neo and fights an AI supercomputer that has been in place since quote, the net was created in the eighties. So Waluigi being the main character still wouldn't be the weirdest thing about Fahrenheit. <laughs> Go ahead, Kyle. It's, it's cult classic Katamari Damacy. With, set in the Mushroom Kingdom, which is already like peanut butter and chocolate good. And you've got that super sharp edge that the kids love by adding Waluigi to it. Wa Tamari Wamasi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Uh, I would like to, instead of doing a closing statement, read you this very real text I got from my dad last night, which inspired me to do GoldenEye <laughs> for this podcast. He texted me and said, remember when we saw Quantum of Solace and thought it sucked? I watched it again today and thought it was pretty good. It helped that I watched Casino Royale yesterday and Q picks up right where it leaves off. Also, remember how there's a tall, lanky guy named Waluigi in that movie? Yeah, really added to it. Thought it was great. Five out of five, ten stars. That's a real text from my dad that I got. My real dad. makes a good point. 
Um, well, I'm I'm running the slips of paper that that I that I wrote on upstairs because um they they ran out of minutes on their cell phones, so they can't text me anymore. Um, so if you could just go ahead and give each other some good vibes, <laughs> I'll be back real quick. What the fuck have we done? <laughs> uh, 2021. Kyle, um, real talk. Mario Kingdom Katamari Damashi sounds incredible right <laughs> like it sounds really good in a, in a true like like similar like mario and rabbits it's just like that it's weird enough that to throw mario characters in the mix but like i feel like could make it very fun with mario mechanics and i immediately like where my brain went to was like rolling up the like the world map from mario world <laughs> like yeah. going and like getting these like three-dimensional <laughs> clouds with faces on them and and whatever those like weird like brown mountains that are usually in the background of Mario games. That just sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, Matt, today I learned that you're a fan of Bond movies, which is fun. <laughs> and you had a really fun time talking about Goldeneye, and I had a real fun time listening to you talk about Goldeneye. Hey, I am to please, man. <laughs> um, Andrew, you, you found a good excuse to talk about Detroit Become Human through a different david cage game that's that's more buck wild and insane than adding waluigi to detroit become human would have been on its own and then you added waluigi to that and that is so far off the edge that that i don't know where we are anymore and i think i think that's great no ground and then matt you found a very good reason to talk about james bond and a and beloved game GoldenEye 007, and then you made Fortnite again. <laughs> like you just made Fortnite, and and Fortnite's a great game. Uh, people people really like Fortnite, so and people really like James Bond, and then you put Waluigi into all that, and that's what we're doing here today. So like, good job. Thanks. And I'm, I I also learned you are a James Bond fan, and I didn't know that about you previously, and that's also good. So. So good job, guys. Yeah. Um, Andrew, I'm really glad that both of us had the exact same thought for this episode. And that thought was, hey, how wild would it be to see Waluigi kill a dude on screen? Wouldn't that be crazy? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was thinking of this question, I was like, all right, what's the weirdest way I can watch <laughs> Waluigi kill a guy? Because that, yep. that seems like the thing. Yeah. Um I, this is how we all started. <laughs> yeah, is is Matt's answer slappers only? Is that what the answer is? Um, yeah, it and, would be it would be whappers. <laughs> uh, and and you know, like the rest of us, I too am a fan of David Cage games, but not David Cage. Um, but I know nothing about Indigo Prophecy, and your answer today made me want to ensure that it stays that way. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Um. But it's cool that we both made Waluigi kill a guy. And <laughs> Kyle, as has been stated, your game fucking rules, dude. I would play the shit yeah. out of a Katamari Mario Kingdom game. Oh, yeah. That rips. I'm so in. Um, yeah. No notes. No notes. Yeah, I mean, like... Nintendo, are you, get at Are me. you taking investors? <laughs> yeah, dude. We'd make a lot of money on that sure. game. <laughs> sure, let's do it, guys. Yeah. Well, well, so I'm back. I'm back down the, the elevator with my slips of paper. Um, and I gotta tell you, so we'll just, we'll just come out with it when I was relaying these, these answers to the, uh, the venture capitalist at Big Video Games Inc., which is a name I had to write down because I kept forgetting it. Um, <laughs> they actually just said exactly what Matt said of, oh, so it's like 
Katamari Damacy, but with like Mario characters, like, yeah, we're in. And so, Kyle, they are they're going to back your game. Uh, they did have an honorable mention, Matt. They want to make Fortnite and they want to cram as many title <laughs> characters. Waluigi's going to Fortnite is what they said. They think they can make a bajillion dollars making Waluigi is a downloadable uh, character. Andrew, they actually heard what you said for your closing statement that it's a weird game and you just crammed mm-hmm. Waluigi into it. Yeah. And they called the police. Um, they, they, the police are on their <laughs> way for what you've done. That's right. They've heard this all before. Todd gave them your address. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, I explained the Indigo Prophecy game and they said, oh, that's weird. And you're going to make it weirder. And I said, yeah. And they go, leave. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, Kyle, congratulations for your very good game. Two for two in 2021, guys. Yeah, baby. It's my year. <laughs> and with that said, uh, thank you for listening in to Debate This. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast, or on our website at DebateThisCast.com. You can also check out our Patreon at Debate This Cast, where we have been uploading our newest series, The Ploos is Loose, yeah! uh, spelled just like it sounds, uh, where we do quick <laughs> recaps of each episode of Disney Plus's WandaVision the day after they drop. So if you're watching it and you want to kind of unpack it with a couple nerds, we are here to talk about story synopsis, uh, speculation going forward, and fun Easter eggs. Uh, and as always, if you've enjoyed us talking nerdy to you today, leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app or tell your friends all about us. Until next time, I'm Todd Thomas. I'm Andrew Persona, the Royal Henderson. I'm Kyle Wah, Harper. And I'm Matt, Jimmy Papadopoulos, starring in 1983 Bond film Whack to Pussy. Cole? <laughs> and we're saying thanks for debating with us and if you think we're wrong then you can come fight us behind the swing sets nerds it's big place it's big place pussy. i think i think i want to retroactively give matt my win (laughs) 